Yeah, man, you sound a lot better this week. <laughs> Trev, holla at me, baby. <laughs> man, I am so happy to be healthy again. Don't know what I had. Just a little minor cold. I, I still don't understand. Like, if I sleep with the fan and, you know, no covers on, I, one day I'll learn my lesson. One, like, one, one day I'll learn my lesson, bro. I'm never turning my fan off, so stop asking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> me either, bro. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 24 hours with it. Bro, honestly, I don't care if it's... It's zero degrees outside. My fan is going to be on. No question. Honestly. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. As always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news. News. What's up, man? Hey, man. It's good to be back. Bro, who you telling? Had that week off just because I could barely talk. But I'm back and right on time because football is here. Hall of Fame game Thursday, man. You excited? Uh, it's preseason, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you a hater, man. It's preseason. I've been, I've been miserable without football. <laughs> we are back inside. Summer is over. I am ready to watch football for the next, I don't know how many weeks, but until late February. <laughs> Good Lord, we made it. And it kicked off really intense, man. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Finally came out. The news broke yesterday. Deshaun Watson will be receiving a six-game suspension. That coming down from retired federal judge Sue Robinson. What were your initial thoughts, man? Six games, no fine. Yeah, this is extremely low. That's not. I wasn't. I was. I told you. Remember, we were talking about a couple weeks ago. I told you. I thought it was going to be ten or more games, or eight to ten games. It's like eight games. Six games is. That's a slap in the face. Like, I don't yeah. know what they found in their investigation, but six games? Clearly he did something or they wouldn't have suspended him. So well, the, this thing is very, very tricky. And I know there are a lot of moving parts to this. And I think that the NFL kind of dropped the ball on this because yeah. they actually, you know, put it in the hands of uh, Judge Sue Robinson. Mm-hmm. Then said that basically the NFL has kind of just been inconsistent in their penalties. And then, like, which short notice and i feel like she said that there was some evidence to show that you know some things did occur with watson and these women but the lack of you know response and notification from the nfl led to the six game suspension which the nfl has 72 hours to appeal mm-hmm. and i'm assuming that too the original consensus from the nfl was they wanted him to get a year-long suspension right. do you think that's what they're going to put on the table now if they do indeed appeal. They're going to have to settle somewhere in the middle, right? I think six games is extremely low. A full season's what the NFL wants, but I think 10 to 12 games should suffice both parties. Yeah, I, six games is extremely low, and looking at their schedule, their schedule starts off fairly easy yeah. for them. Yeah. And it's looking like that they might be, you know, three and three or so heading into that week seven against the Ravens, mm-hmm. which will be a huge game and watch his first game back. 
And now that you know he's had all the cases settled except for one, where do you see this going as far as Watson's future in the NFL? Do you think that this is going to follow him for the rest of his career? Yeah, I mean, I think that's always going to be a blemish on him uh, moving forward. You know, same thing that happened with Michael Vick. You know, everybody still remembered, you know, no matter how good he did, they still remember what he did with the dogs and everything. So it's always going to follow him. Um, Mm -hmm. That being said, Deshaun Watson is, when he's on the field, is a top five quarterback all day long. Mm -hmm. And I think that once he starts winning games, playoff games and stuff like that, and, you know, he's back in his Pro Bowls and his All Pros, I I think that people will warm up to him. But Mm -hmm. I still think a lot of people will look at him with a side eye, right? And I feel like even even more so, the NFL has done a terrible job with this whole situation. I mean, horrible. Right. Right. Um, Right. And I I really think that, you know, obviously his his you know he's going to be blemished, obviously for this. But I think that Watson, if he can get this year behind him, I feel like this will be more of a thing of the past for him and his legacy. And -hmm. I feel like he's just going to want to focus on football. And I think the Browns, obviously Jimmy Haslam and those guys, like that's what they want. That's why they, they went ahead and signed off on the trade because they were like, okay, if he starts winning some games, maybe people will start, you know, relaxing on it, you know, but if he starts losing some games, (laughs) that's going to be a problem. You know, all the media is going to draw all these different narratives to it. So it's a lot going on in that situation. How do you think the NFL looks in all of this? Because it was the NFL's decision to kind of, you know, give the power and jurisdiction to someone else only for Judge Soup to turn it back over with NFL after not liking the decision that, you know, she came up to with six games. So how do you think the NFL looks at this? Because the NFL looks, you know, pretty consistent as far as penalties handed out. We look at Calvin Ridley's penalty. We look at DeAndre Hopkins' Mm -hmm. penalty. We still have something looming, you know, over with Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And there's just been a lot of inconsistency over the years. And it seems like they implemented a system to kind of take the, you know, the eyes off of themselves yeah. with these uh, handing of penalties. And once they get their first one in a case that's huge, this is probably like the biggest case in a long time in mm-hmm. NFL with something of this magnitude. And it, it seems like they dropped the ball. And yeah. now it seems like they're going to have to, you know, appeal and go back on essentially what they were trying to avoid in the first place. Right. I mean, you got my man Calvin Ridley setting up parlays and he out for the whole year. That's what I'm saying. You got <laughs> you got people smoking weed. They out for four games. Yeah. PD use four games. Like... What are we doing? Even Tom Brady got four games for for a football, a deflated football <laughs> that he had no, nothing to do with. So what are we doing, right? Like the NFL has, they honestly, they have no accountability chart. Like they have no idea what they're doing with these suspensions. And it's a problem. It's been a problem for the better part of five to 10 years now. And I think the players are fed up with it. I think the league and itself, I think owners uh, in the league, I think they were expecting more of a punishment for Deshaun Watson. And you look at somewhere like, you know, Zeke Elliott, what he did, he got four games. Like, 
Martavius Bryant smoking weed four games. I mean, Josh, Josh, um, Josh Gordon, he gets suspended every year. Like, I don't know how many games he got suspended for, but Lord. He, he, I feel like he's got like four, six game suspensions, one, 10 game suspension. He didn't got four seasons. He didn't got four seasons suspended. And I mean, yeah, like like you said, the inconsistency is glaring. Yeah. And I feel like right now, this one is going to be huge because this is going to hit their bottom line. Right. And like the NFL has been all about protecting the shield, protecting their bottom line. I think this one's going to have a really big impact because you can't just assume that, you know, people are going to be okay with this. And the, I mean, just think about the women. Yeah. Like yeah. this is going to be a horrible look in like the audience. Like yeah. you're going to lose fans of the game. Right. But because of something like this. So the NFL has to get this right. Yeah. I mean, the NFL has made an effort to try to attract more women to the sport. And this is a terrible way to do that. I mean, <laughs> you are going back on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. You're going to lose everything you work for. Yeah. And I, I feel like people are just. You know, I know people were already sick of the NFL and their different verdicts and things like that. I think people really expected the NFL to to come down hard on Deshaun Watson. Nope. They said, yeah, six. And, yeah. Then, and then here's here's no fine. No fines. <laughs> no but here's the thing that gets me the most. Deshaun Watson's camp came out and said they thought it was too harsh. What is hey, going on hey, in hey, the hey. world? The one thing I can say about his camp this entire time is they have stood 10 toes down that he did nothing wrong and they feel like he's being wrongfully punished, period. Yeah. So they they have definitely stood 10 toes. I don't know how you can have 25 people come out and be like that. Yeah. Um, 25 women come out and still have that stance, but they've stood 10 toes and I'm just interested to see over these next 48 hours how the NFL is going to, you know, move forward. Because if they don't appeal, boy, it, it's going to be some backlash. Yeah, and you you know, the, the Houston Texans also look really bad in this as well. Because Agreed. they gave him the non-disclosure agreements to give to the therapists. And I, I don't think people are talking enough about that, but the Houston Texans, Texans, should certainly be investigated in this situation because yeah. they they there's no way they can come out unscathed. Yeah, no, I agree. Like they should be they should be under scrutiny just like Deshaun Watson yeah. is. Like they need to be looked at and treated as such as well because I mean like like you said, it, the whole situation is just too glaring yeah. under the rug. Like right. there has to be some type of penalty. So over these next 48 hours we're going to see what the NFL does because they need to make a splash. And I know Roger Goodell, <laughs> I mean, he's already hated by many. Yeah. Boy, is he on the spot with this one? Yeah, they he's, look. He's on the spot. We're look, you said 72 hours from yesterday, so we're we're we got one more day basically. Yeah. Yeah. One or two more days and they need to make a decision whether they're going they're going to appeal this. And I know the NFL is not you know, they're not happy with the judge's you know decision. But at the same time, they had every opportunity to suspend him, but they didn't want to get their hands dirty, so they handed it off to somebody else thinking they were going to punish him. And now the judge is like, you know what? Uh, six games. That'll be what it is. 
And the NFL is now they're mad. So it's like I I don't know where what direction they're gonna go because I know the NFLPA is gonna have something to say about it. It's just this whole big thing, and I don't know where we're gonna go from here. Yeah, I mean the NFL is gonna have to move forward obviously quickly because one the season's about to start. You don't want something looming over the entire league right. as the season's about. To the start and like we said you know at the beginning of the pod we're gonna um kick off like we're gonna ki- we're gonna kick off tomorrow i mean thursday yeah. so it, it, it's coming quick fast in a hurry so yeah they got they got to get on it on to some contract news man kyler murray debo dk all got paid in the past week or so mm-hmm. i want to I look at kyler murray's because kyler murray had an interesting clause yeah independent study clause in his contract stating that he needed to study for a minimum of four hours per week on film. And after all the backlash that he received, the Cardinals then went back and rescinded the clause saying that we didn't realize it would cause so much of a distraction. (laughs) Like, like, like they weren't going to see that in the contract. (laughs) I don't even know how that got public. first and foremost, But (laughs) How bad of a look is this for Kyler Murray and for the Cardinals? This looks horrible. I mean, for people around the league that already thought that Kyler Murray had maturity issues, that that right there tells it all. And for the Cardinals, you've already botched this entire situation since the beginning of the summer. Kyler Murray asked for a contract, and y'all extended Cliff Kingsbury. And then y'all made him wait for his deal, and then when he finally gets his money... It's this stupid clause in it that basically says if you don't study for four hours a week, we can void all of your money and get out of the deal. And that's horrible by his agent. I don't know why his agent agreed to that deal. And if you're the Cardinals, you're telling on yourself. Is is Kyler not putting in the, the, the time to prepare for games? Is he not being able to, to break down film and see what the defense is doing? Like I, I don't I don't think this is a good luck for either party. And Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury in the middle of it, like he's trying to play both both sides and that, that's not working either. And then, you know, to put a cherry on top, Kyler just got COVID, so he won't be in training camp either for the next five to seven days. <laughs> it's a bad situation. I, I mean, I just look at it as if you're the Cardinals and you put that in the contract. You just gave this man $230.5 million. $130 million guaranteed. $130 million guaranteed. And he doesn't study? <laughs> like, are you really putting your future in a guy's hands who doesn't study? Who's been known to be somewhat bratty, first, yeah. something to say, yeah. at times? And if you have all this confidence, why is this in? How much film? Now I'm curious. Like I haven't seen you know Kyler Murray on the Call of Duty servers, but apparently he plays a lot. Yeah, party like he can link up, but I'm pretty nice. <laughs> but I mean, apparently he's obviously not doing enough studying. If you have to put this clause right. in the contract, and I know I, we've been looking at you know ESPN and mm-hmm. other networks, and like apparently most quarterbacks are doing forty to fifty hours a week. Yeah, so. If we got to get you to do four, just four <laughs> hours, fam, that should be post-meal. That should be post-game. 
that's four hours right that's just watching the game back yeah that's just the game back yeah four hours and you struggling to do that four hours think, like what do you what do you think is going to happen as soon as Kyler murray starts making a mistake or if he misses a read throws an interception are people going to latch on to this, even though it's been removed from the contract? Without question. And people are already making memes about it, so it's never going away. <laughs> yeah, the damage to me is done. Yeah. The, the damage to me is done. With that being said, what do you think Kyler Murray is going to do this season? Or what does he have to do this yeah, season? I, I don't know what to make of the Cardinals right now because um, you have D-Hop spending, what is he spending, six games or four games? He opted suspended for six games. Six, so he's out for six games. That was your number one receiving threat. You don't have Christian Kirk anymore. Who are you throwing the ball to? I mean, Kyler. I mean, you have Zach Ertz in the middle of the field and things like that. But I'm not. I'm not super confident with the with the Cardinals right now. Not without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks. Like that. That was your bona fide leader right there. I mean, he don't he don't say a lot in the media, but D Hop is. He is, you know, the Cardinals, right? He he's been carrying them on the offense and their in their running game as well. James Carter and the guys. So I, I'm not sure what what to make of the Cardinals right now. And I don't I don't know where I would rank them in their own division, honestly, because you have the Rams that are gonna be number one. You have uh the, the 49ers that are probably gonna be number two. The Seahawks, although they have QB woes and things like that a team that struggles with the Seahawks is the Cardinals. So this, like, again, this is a situation where this could go a lot of different ways. And I'm telling you right now, Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, and then the management, Steve Kime, the general manager of the, of the uh, Arizona Cardinals has already been on the hot seat previously. Wait, did you say fourth place? Fourth. <laughs> There's no way that they come in dead last in the division. We're going to see. There's no way. You got the Rams, mm-hmm. right? Number Rams. one. You got the 49ers, 49ers, number two. Cardinals and Seahawks. Yeah. They're not coming below the Seahawks, man. I, I, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you, right? I <laughs> think based off of the offseason, the pure offseason that the Seahawks had, even though they lost Russell Wilson, which no doubt is a big part say, of their the team. But, the but here's here's what Drew Locke? Here's what the Seahawks thrive on is maintaining on offense. Their offensive coordinator just wants to throw the ball. I mean, run the football. And that's why Russell Wilson didn't love being there is because he wanted to throw the football. So now you're going back to what you originally were, a defensive time, a defensive team that runs the ball very well and can thrive off play action. And this sets up to exactly what they want to do. Even if you have Drew Locke or somebody else in there, I, I'm I'm confident to say they can at least maintain a play action pass. Let's hope so at least. But the defense is still going to be there. They're going to still be able to stop the run. They're still be go- are going to be able to get off the field on third down. And offensively, they have three running backs that can run it down your throat. So this is a situation where I would not necessarily dismiss the Seattle Seahawks in this situation because you're looking at it and you're like they're built. You know this is what they're used to being built. Right. Even though Russell Wilson's not there before Russell Wilson got to the Seahawks, that was their foundation, running the football and playing defense. And the Cardinals right now, we're not sure about their identity, what they want to do on offense. So that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily throw the Seahawks to the wayside because they could certainly make a push for that third spot in the NFC West. 
I'm gonna be real with you, fam. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but if the Cardinals come in last place, and the Legion of Boom is not walking through that door, right? Russell Wilson is not walking through that door, right? If the Cardinals manage to come in last place, then <laughs> everybody needs to be fired. This is what we're gonna do. We're going to everybody monitor. We are going to monitor the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks this year during the football season the because Cardinals, the Cardinals should finish at least at minimum two to three games ahead of the Seahawks. I would say three, to be honest. They should. I, I'm just not sure because the strength of schedule also was bad. The, the Cardinals have a tough schedule. Let's be honest, especially their first like five or six weeks. The Seahawks just aren't a good team. Yeah, but the Seahawks can maintain. This is how they are built, right? This is what they were before Russell Wilson and now post Russell yeah, Wilson. This is the, what they do. The but they, they even before boom. even before the Legion of Boom, they still had a defense. We'll see, man. <laughs> a defense in a run game is all the Seahawks want to do. Pete Carroll himself, that is his that is his bread and butter. Run the football, play defense. That's what they want to do. If they can maintain and, and convert on third down, they're going to be able to win some ball games. And they gave teams problems last year, and they were not a great team. So we're going to see. But I, I think that the Seahawks are going to be a little bit better than people think. They could be third place in the NFC West. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they could be third place in the NFC West. I can see that. They also just gave DK three years, $72 million with $30 million signing bonus the highest ever for a wide receiver. Yep. And you expect them to just run the ball this whole time. I mean, do you expect, uh, are you going to drop back Drew Locke the entire time? Or are you going to run the ball? No, no, no. Okay, man. all right, okay. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. They're not going to drop Drew Locke back, but that's not what they do anyway. Oh, you know Drew Locke is starting. Like, who else is there? Is it Geno Smith? I think it's Geno. Maybe it's Gino. Who it knows? could be. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Debo, man. Debo finally got his money in San Fran, and now he is back there with Trey Lance. $73.5 million for three years or $58 million guaranteed. Is Debo going to be the best receiver in the league this year? No. He wasn't the best receiver in the league last year. Right. <laughs> if your right. name is not Devontae Adams. He's the best hybrid receiver in the league last year. Let's put it like that. I but mean, you just single-handedly just pointed him out hybrid wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, I'm about to say, he's, also, he's also the only one that does that. Exactly. But what is that? What is locking him in for the foreseeable future mean for the 49ers? Yeah, I think this is a win for both sides because if you're looking at it with the 49ers, you wanted him under contract no matter what. But this also gives you flexibility in three years. So you don't have to give him a big, giant five or six year contract with a lot of guaranteed money. Right. This is a contract to where you guaranteed him 50, 58 million dollars, but he can earn up to seventy five million dollars if I if I if I'm correct. But this is a situation to where it's a win win. I just told you about the side of the 49ers as far as Debo goes. You get your money up front, guaranteed money, 58 guaranteed for three years, but you get another dip in free agency and be able to cash out again. And that's important. Yeah, no, that's important. I, I like the short contracts that the receivers are getting to three years. Yeah. Just maxing them out. For it's smart, right? It's smart yeah, because it's smart. the new the, TV the deals. Gonna keep changing. Right. The market's going to keep changing. Like I know Justin Jefferson right now is like, yo, it's almost my time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's going to be on the block to get paid next year. Yeah. And 
and we we didn't we didn't even bring this up in past pods, but the new TV contracts, the new deals, I believe they come into effect next year. So that's why the salary cap in the NFL is about to take another leap. Yeah. Um, I think by ten, eleven million dollars next year, which is big. Um, but the the money's only going to keep on going up just because the new TV money and all that kind of stuff is a lot going on. So, yeah. No, the, the money's going to keep going up. I mean, this is just more money for the players. Obviously, it's going to be more money in the owners' pockets as well. Yep. The NFL is going to keep expanding, especially with the TV contracts. And speaking of the owners, man, Stephen Ross mm-hmm. suspended for the Dolphins, took two picks away for tampering allegations and fined $1.5 million. Can't be with the team essentially through October 17th. What does this mean for the Dolphins? And how does this look? as far as Flores comes into play. Yeah. So in that document um, that the NFL released in this investigation, it was said that there has been no truth um, to what Flores said. We'll see if they, you know, eat their words later on, but that that's already kind of thrown to the wayside. But this situation, you surrendered a first round pick in 2023 and a, and a third round pick in 2024 and all because you thought Tom Brady was going to come to the Miami Dolphins like what what are you doing hey man like what are you doing Miami Tom man Florida Tom bro they thought Tom Brady was going to retire with that roster in Tampa Bay and come back and play for Miami Hey man. Come on, hey man. man. Let's be let's be real, shot. man. I got one shot at the goat. I got one shot at the goat. I might as well take it, right? <laughs> but the thing is, he was still under contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> he had one year left on his deal when he maybe, retired. Maybe they missed that part. Maybe, maybe they missed that part. <laughs> That's why I just don't understand what they were thinking. He had one year left in his deal. <laughs> maybe I missed that part. Yeah, in all seriousness, for me, it just looks like the Dolphins were just a little careless. Yeah. Um, just yeah, just being funny. Obviously, got caught. I hate it for Brian Flores because I feel like he will not be, you know, getting a head coaching job yes. anytime soon. Yeah. Um. So I think that sucks. And uh, you know, I mean, yeah, first round pick next year, a fourth round pick. I mean, excuse me, a third round pick the year ne- after that is a steep one point five million dollars. Really doesn't do anything for me for somebody who's a billionaire. <laughs> exactly. So, that that's not re- that's not really hitting any pockets for me there but I mean the Dolphins right now are a team that is uh, going to be must see TV when the, when the time comes because Tua you know has been getting all this praise from Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. yeah, the fastest receivers you know on the field blah 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 <laughs> Tua's airing it out blah, blah. <laughs> like guys I know that all these cool training camp and practice videos have been releasing within the last yeah. couple of days like I just seen Baker Mayfield throw a bomb to Robbie Anderson, and then he threw a pick six. Next, <laughs> guys, like I'm trying to tell you, do not fall in love with these videos. I know you know more than anyone. Jalen Rager, J- video just came out of him blowing. I do not care. Kevin, Kevin th- <laughs> hey, a I do not care. <laughs> Jalen Rager breakout year? No. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of training camp, <laughs> Carson Wentz threw four interceptions today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
<laughs> this this whole off season has God, been hilarious God, for him. Four picks in the off season is insane. <laughs> you you are in a training camp practice. Yo, who's who's got hard knocks this year? Is it ain't it Detroit? Uh, I think it is. I think it is Detroit. Yeah, it was Detroit. Yeah, their coach is doing up downs. Yeah. <laughs> Real hard nosed vet, man. <laughs> the same guy that said they're gonna be biting ankles last year. Man, biting knees, bro. <laughs> biting kneecaps, yeah. Biting kneecaps off, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited that football is back. Starting next week, we are gonna start our series where we break down a team from the AFC and NFC. We'll yep. probably start with the West next week. Actually, we'll say the we'll save the West for last because the West West Coast is right now the best coast. Right, right. And Let's do the both, North. Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah, and, and and both. So yeah, we'll start we'll start with the north. I seen Justin Fields uh you know practicing. He looked he looked pretty good over in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not really having high hopes for them. Yeah. Obviously, like you said, I seen Washington, I seen Carson, uh, you know, throwing it to other teams. <laughs> uh what what's new? Like right now, my main teams that I'm really focused on are the Dolphins for sure. Yeah. I wanna see what um Pittsburgh is gonna do. Yeah. I know they've they've had a lot of talk about their QB their their QB room right now. Mm-hmm. I'm for that. And then the last thing I'm looking forward to is Lamar Jackson, his contract. Yes, he yes. said he is putting a time limit on that, so Lamar is ready to get paid. And now that Kyler Murray has got his money, I expect Lamar to get not a penny less. I agree. Not a penny less. Honestly, I wouldn't get a penny less than Deshaun Watson. But you know what's not happening. Fully <laughs> guaranteed. You know that ain't happening. I I would, man. I would try to get that fully guaranteed. If he can do it, he missed a whole year of football. I don't think I think that, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think there's only two quarterbacks in the history of the NFL to get a fully guaranteed contract. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Kirk coupons, man. <laughs> God. I still don't understand how he keeps on getting paid. Oh, He's, he's he's a wizard though. Like he he's a wizard. Like he's literally a wizard. Like he's been doing this for years now. I told you, man. You learned from Sam Bradford. Bruh, Sam Bradford was the worst. <laughs> he, he learned from Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, you cash his money out and be hurt for the rest of the year. Bruh, he could play one game, throw three hundred. You be like, yo, this dude's amazing. Be out for the rest of the season. <laughs> Finesse, man. Finesse. That's all I got, man. You got anything else? I think that's it, man. Yeah, man. It was all football. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. Guys, wash your hands, bro. Please. I heard about this monkey box thing. Like, I don't even know where no monkey's at. But, <laughs> like, I'm not around no monkeys, but I do not want monkey pox. Like, I am sick of this. COVID already wilding out here. Like, yeah. the COVID cases are up. Guys, let's wash our hands. Please, please be sanitary. Clean up after yourselves and continue to pray for those that need the prayers. And guys, we're here. Football season. Let's get it. Yeah, we're, we're still monitoring uh, the Brittany Griner situation. Yeah. You know. Yes, we sent that trade out. Yeah, they sent the trade out. So we'll see how, how that works. Um, we're also praying for everything going on in Ukraine, also in Texas. So we're, we're monitoring those situations as well. Guys, please. Wash your hands, wear your mask, like six feet apart. COVID has gone back up. Like <laughs> COVID has gone back up. So 
let's just make sure we're still safe. And, you know, in the summertime, I know everybody want to be out here, you know, living life and things like that. And yeah, close your mouth, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Wear your mask in the store, the malls and things like that. Let's just be safe. Um, Guys, also, we appreciate everything you're doing. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. We appreciate you guys. Kyler Murray didn't go to study all, man. I'm, I'm, convinced. I'm convinced, bro. He ain't do it. Like he, he ain't do it, bro. We had to go to study hall every day before <laughs> in high school. Kyler Murray ain't do it, bro. I'm convinced. Study hall, bro. I haven't heard study hall in forever. Kyler Murray, study the film, man. Look at the playbook. I better not see you online later. Really thought it ain't no debate, no way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate, cool breeze, march with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena, racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia, more drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get no mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit, they can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy, red eye flights out to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.